So you've still won. So as opposed to doing a comparison that makes you somehow less than another person who's doing it, which means that you're not, uh, you're not valid in your pursuit because someone else is doing it in your opinion so much better. Yeah. Right. Like instead of having that conversation, which it's just, it's such an exhausting conversation dialogue to have with yourself. You know, like there's just so much energy that just like just gets sucked out of us when we start doing that with ourselves. Yeah. As opposed to being like, wow, look at what they do. Like having an appreciation. We talk about that, the law of appreciation. Yeah. It's such an important law. Such an important one. Instead of comparison, appreciate. You know, it's like it's a better form of comparison. You can appreciate something great that someone's doing and through appreciation you might actually be able to give it the attention to recognize what it is that you that that's terrific about it and then you have an opportunity to grow Mm -hmm. and you get better and what's where's the harm in that what's wrong with that situation unfolding this is way of the artist with brandon colby cook and evan schulte identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. All right, Evan, it's time to record. Are you ready? I'm, I'm as ready as I can muster, Good. Brandon. Good. All right, well... This one, we are talking about putting your attention on what actually counts. So what does that mean? What does that mean, people? This is what we're getting into. Well, first off, I'm going to say this. You decide what counts. You decide what doesn't. And this is a thing of, I don't know, standards, values, boundaries, um, personal character. It has a lot to do with who you are and what you represent and what you're going to essentially express in the world. Um, Attention is everything. Every time Mm -hmm. Evan and I have a conversation, we put our attention on something. And by putting our attention onto that, it builds into something and it makes something and it creates something. And it grows. Yeah. And you can put your attention on building stuff or destroying stuff. You can put your attention on building yourself or destroying yourself. And so you decide what counts. And, and when you think about what counts, think about it like what adds up. You know, every time something counts, it adds, it adds, it adds, and it multiplies, and it creates something. So there's an experiment, and uh, I forget the uh, person who ran the experiment initially, but the experiment goes basically like this. They send two students out of the room in a class of however many, and the, the teacher tells one student or tells the, <clears throat> tells the class that one student, I want you to agree with everything they say. Everything they say, whether you do agree or don't agree or whatever, mm-hmm. just I want you to like totally kind of approve of everything that they give you. And the other one, I want you to disagree with everything they say. Even if they make good points, just disagree with it. And... <clears throat> What can happen is one person that's sent out could be like totally inarticulate, not very confident, um, and not even have very good points. And the other one could be very articulate, very confident, and have great points. But if the person who has the great points, confidence, and is articulate gets disagreed with, what will happen is they will begin to get discouraged, they will become less articulate, 
and less confident and there will all be all these effects. Also, the person who got agreed with, even though they're inarticulate and not confident, will become more confident and more articulate. So they will literally change roles. Yeah. But if the person who is being disagreed with, knowing they're making good points, realizes that everybody's in on a game to disagree with them, they'll suddenly decide, oh, you don't count. And all their confidence and articulation will begin to come back. And this demonstrates that when you make things count in the world, they have an effect on you, right? Yeah. So you decide what counts. So if, if, you're, if you're going to decide that what people say about you, their opinions of you count, that is going to define you. And you can decide, well, this doesn't count and be free of that. And, and that's a little bit of what I kind of want to push this towards. Also, where you're putting your attention, but we'll get into that. So there you go. Yeah. All right, man. You're just like you've, <laughs> you've, you've laid out the, the territory. Yes. Yeah. For, for me, like when you, when you proposed this conversation, it was, um, yeah, like obviously I love talking about, uh, attention, uh, and, uh, the, the more and more I, I become familiar and intimate with this, with the quality of attention because I, attention is a, as I'm learning is a, is a quality. And it's something that takes time to develop and to get to get better at mm. at what real attention is. Mm. Um, but as we develop that, just how powerful and extraordinary a quality it is! Like it's uh, it's maybe one of the most transformative things that we can learn. And also with this, and you you say with with what counts, put your attention on what counts, and. And for me, I think it's like, well, what is something that counts? It's like it has all to do with meaning, right? Like it's, it, the things that have meaning to us. And this is something I talk about with uh, with my acting students a lot, where we begin to explore what the things that truly have meaning to us and the things that are are actually kind of just superfluous mm. in, in the grand scheme of it. Um, because getting down to like the things that truly mean something to us the, the more connected we become with, with those, those things that are really deeply meaningful to us, that really count to us, then it's easier to slough off the other things. Like I, I deal with it in somewhat of a different context with, with actors. Like usually we're trying to figure out, all right, how do you get yourself, you know, throw yourself into an emotional state? essentially, yeah. you know, and it's like, and in essence, in order to, to help do that is we have to explore with each individual, the things that have the strongest meaning to them. Right. And it's usually not a ton of things, you know, like down at the core, it's, it's a couple of, a couple of things. Sometimes it's a cause more, more, most likely it's people, mm. you know, a lot of the time. What, like, like what's meaningful? Yeah. Yeah. To people in their lives. And, and it's, it, it, it's a fascinating thing because it does bring a kind of clarity to things. Once you start to get a sense of what truly means something to you, like it, it, you can look at something that was giving you a lot of grief and that you're stressing out about to a, a large degree. And when you connect with the things that are really actually important, <laughs> mm. you know, like on the things that matter, uh, 
it, you can go, oh, what am, what am I even, what am I even, you know, having a mind fuck here about? Yeah, what are you worried about? Yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, it comes down normally to just like a, a few things. You know, there's a couple of just very human, universal things that you know we're all at, at our at our center. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know how that's all going to necessarily come into the fold here, but let's just let's let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll keep knocking on the door and see see what opens up. Um, meaning is interesting in the sense that you know what what is meaningful to you might be something that you don't even know that you're you're not even entirely clear on, and you might think that you are. But um, one of the things that I work with with a lot of my clients is um, this idea that there is a secret emotion. There's the emotion that is happening that you're experiencing, but what's under that emotion? And, you know, what you'll often find is like, for example, someone uh, in one of my courses, they got angry and they were angry about like how they didn't do their writing, you know, like I, I, I planned on it and then life happened. I got busy and I'm so angry at myself mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, okay, so let's look at the anger, right? Let's look at the anger and you know, and we kind of did a little bit of a process, but just to like cut to the chase, it's like, do you think maybe it's just that you're scared? Do you think maybe you're just scared that because you didn't follow through that you're not going to be the writer that you want to be and that you're not going to, you know, and mm-hmm. then we went down, I was like, okay, so you, you're experiencing anger, but really now there's fear. And so you start to go down, you start to find out like, well, my not writing means that I'll never be a writer. I'll never make, you know, so the meaning can be hidden. So what you need to do is you kind of have to like, I think you need to like take off layers of an onion of your emotion, you know, and start to go down and, and I'll give you guys all a hint. It's going to be vulnerability. If you don't feel vulnerable, you're probably not at the truth. You know, the, the, the vulnerability is where all your strength, all your courage, all your authenticity exists. And I think we have a lot of meanings that aren't from a vulnerable, authentic place. They're from mm-hmm. a place of, I think I need to appear this way. I think my role or my image needs to, uh, demonstrate this. Yeah. And it's like, well, you, you might be having meanings that are appropriate or you think you should have as to opposed to what is actually meaningful to you. Yeah. And so like to go down that rabbit hole, your meanings might be secret to you and that's okay. I think that's actually quite natural. And so if you're confused or you're lost or you don't feel like if you don't wake up with like absolute purpose and like, then what's happening is your meanings are secret to you. If you don't wake up in the morning and you go like, I, I know what I want. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm building and I'm so jazzed to do it. If you don't Mm -hmm. wake up like that, I guarantee that what is actually important to you is secret to you because the moment that you tap into that, you will not want to distract yourself anymore. You will have desire. You will have burning fire inside of you to do things. But you know, 
we can get into like, why is it secret to you? But we have an entire culture that's dancing around who we really are. Like, don't show us who you really are. That's inappropriate. That's going to make everyone uncomfortable. And this is who you need to be. And this is what you need to do here and when and blah, blah, blah. And so you've done that so long that you think that's you. And so then you think what's meaningful is just what people have told you you are. So, you know, what counts that might be a secret to you that we still need to uncover and excavate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know? it's, and cause otherwise, yeah, like authenticity is one, it's one of those, it, it's one of those words that like, I'm, I'm, um, I'm very cautious about, especially today in, in today's day and age. Cause like authenticity is turned into a commodity, mm. you know, and, to, and, and a role, you know, as you were kind of touching on there is just like, it can become, there's nothing authentic about it. It's just like, this is my authentic self. Hey, everyone, like on Instagram and shit like that. And it's like, it's like, no, that's like, that's like a role on you as an authentic person. Yeah. But it's that's not you playing authentic. Yeah. What you think authentic is. Exactly. Yeah. And Cause you're not going to know, like, that's the thing about authenticity is it's like, you don't even, you, you don't even, there's no role that you can really even call it. And the moment you think you know it, then you're starting to play a role. Yeah. That's the thing about it. That's why it's so incredible mm-hmm. is that the moment you think, you know, is the moment that you don't at all. Like they, they say like a, you know, like Zen Buddhism and, and you know, whatever, like it's kind of like the whole idea, like the person who know who thinks they know doesn't know at all. And the person who thinks they don't know is probably the one who does, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's in the not knowing it's funny. Actually, we go back to last episode. Mm-hmm. It's in the mystery. It's yeah. in the mystery. That is the thing. And, and being in the mystery is the thing being in the mysteriousness of it. Like mm-hmm. The moment you go like, Oh, I know uh, creativity is science. It's this and that and that. And it's like, no, no, you're not creative anymore. All of a sudden, boom, you just thought you nailed it down and it's gone. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't have it like that. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. It's like a, it's like this butterfly, this bird, and it needs to fly and it needs to be on its own thing. And the moment you capture it, it's no longer free to yeah. be its thing anymore. Yeah. You've killed it. You've caged it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's lost its nature. Right. Um, yeah. So there's a, na- yeah, that's a good point about authenticity is that we are, we are in this culture where people start demanding, they want authentic, they want real. And so then you have like these marketers and people who are like, I know I'm going to be real as a brand. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. fucked, man. And that's it's, not- I mean, it's a great thing that, you know, like, cause I do think that, that as like a, as a world, as, as, uh, as a culture that we are like, there is definitely an, an authentic demand and craving for real authenticity for people to be real yeah. and, and genuine. Um, but you know, like with that, that call, there's always like, there's always something there that's going to try and exploit it yes. to some degree. Right. Yes. It's just like, okay, people want authentic. What's <laughs> authentic people? Like let's, it's like a person who's authentic is someone who like, who's like a straight shooter, yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah, they give it to you straight and they <laughs> like, and then the next thing you know, it's like a packaged product of here's your authenticity in seven steps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's complete nonsense. It's yeah. like, it's authenticity is like, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a quality that while it can probably, you can observe it to an extent and there is, there is some, 
you could, yeah, observe some sort of quantitative patterns, mm-hmm. you know, of what, um, of what that is, but it, it's, it's something that's like a lot, there's, there's something that's a little bit more ephemeral about it. There's something that's like we, when we see the real thing, we recognize mm-hmm. it, you know, we're just like, we don't know what it is, but we can say it's like that person, like they're just so, they're just so authentic. They're just so genuine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about them. They, but you know, and sometimes, yeah, it is like they have a quality of, of speaking honestly, directly, truthfully, or whatever it is, you know, like it's, we can recognize these things, but there's, that's not the whole picture. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much more that's going on to it, mm-hmm. you know, and it, e- even for someone to just learn how to speak with an incredible amount of truth and vulnerability, like you were saying like that, that takes work yeah. to learn how to allow yourself to do that. Right. You know, because otherwise it's like, well, you might be speaking a kind of truth, right? But it's, it's, it's coming from a, you haven't gone deep enough into yourself mm-hmm. in some ways, which I think maybe this is coming full circle it is, to a certain yeah. extent. Um, yeah. The tension on the things that count, that's where we began. <laughs> and let's put our attention back on the things that count. I think that when you introduce this, the thing that I identified with the most is and, and where I can speak to this through my own experience is definitely in the struggle of putting my attention on, um, the ways that I am not good enough. You know, like that's something that's like that, that's something that, that I've, uh, struggled with and, and, and work on to this day, which is this thing of not being mm-hmm. good enough, right? What I'm doing is not good enough. And, and by putting my attention on that, there's a whole, it, it reshapes and recolors the world that you're inhabiting. You know, like it just, it makes everything really challenging to do. You know, even when you are connected to your sense of, of what you're passionate about, you know, like, even if you know it, it, it'll make you question it, you know, like when you're focusing on that, uh, you know, Stephen Pressfield would say it on the, on your resistance, on your insecurities, on your fear, on your, on your anger, on your, when you're focused on that stuff, it just, it begins to just overtake and pollute you know, your whole, your, your whole perspective, mm-hmm. your whole world. And because you're giving it your attention, you are attending to it, which in some ways, when you think of like attend or tend, there's an element of like, that's what you were taking care of. Yeah. You're tending to, your you're tending to it. That's what you're nurturing those things. You're nurturing yeah. these things. Yeah. You are growing these things by attending to them. Yeah. And it can be a real challenge to take a step back and to stop yourself from spiraling down those, those rabbit holes at times. Mm -hmm. And instead, and I'm going to hand this over to you because this is where, you know, what you were saying, but instead attending to and putting your attention on 
the things that are working yeah on the ways that you are succeeding the ways that you know you're doing you're doing a good job yeah <laughs> you know and and what are the what the sort of side effects consequences of that are yeah well first of all i'll, I'll say this it's that you need to be any more than you are like that you think that you are somehow not enough is is absolutely nonsense it it's it can only exist by making something count that shouldn't count because here's the thing you can here's a great here's a great test and i'm going to leave a moment of silence so everybody can sit with this for 1 second because it's important who are you ask yourself who am i now just just think about that for just a moment everybody Okay, now you probably came up with a few things, like I am this, I am whatever. The only answer, there only is one answer, and it's the same for everybody, is you're an infinite being. That's it, that's, that's, that's who you are. You're an infinite being. So I am confident, I am wise, I am organized. Bullshit. No, you're an infinite being. Those are elements and roles that you're playing. So when you think about I'm not enough, that's you trying to play a role and because you're not playing the role the way someone else is, because let's be honest, you're comparing yourself to someone else playing that same role. You're going, I'm not playing that role as well as they are. And so I'm not enough. But it's, it's, it's all about like, you, you know, I think we have to take away a lot. Like we have to remove a lot of things, you know, and, and remove a lot of the roles and ideas of who we think we are and watch those I am statements. And if you started from the, I am an infinite being, and then you went, what am I doing well as an infinite being? You will begin to rebuild a foundation of strength and confidence and self-esteem. But if you start from, I'm an organizer, or I'm organized, or I am whatever, you're immediately going to have to compare yourself to someone else who's doing that as well, or some other form of that. And you mm -hmm. go, well, I need to be more organized, or I'm not organized enough, or, you know, I'm good at this, but I'm not good at that. And it's, it's like getting caught up in minute details. You were born as an infinite being that was entirely capable of really just about anything. And sure, you maybe were born into a family that gave you some innate physical abilities or some other things or some advantages. But regardless of any of that, you started from a place of like kind of a blank slate and you could really put your energy and attention towards anything. So my suggestion is recalibrate right back to that and then start going, well, what counts? And you, you, you start to find out in my, I'm just gonna take a wild stab in the dark. You can start to find out that you've been saying things count that don't count. Mm -hmm. That's probably what's going on. And that's probably where the root of probably the majority of your problems are. Yeah. That you're decided something counts that shouldn't count. Yeah. But if you start from, I'm an infinite being, I am an infinite being. Where do I, what do I care about? What do I want to put my attention to? And you start putting your attention to that. You will begin to find people that begin to help you do more of that. People who, who help you encourage and support that. And you'll decide that people who don't, don't count and you'll remove them from your life or you'll kind of push them aside and you'll focus on what does. And you are your own determiner, whether you're doing well at something. And by the way, you do not have to do well at something to be valid or to be important or to be enough. Yeah. You simply have to do it as best as you possibly can. Because here's the beauty of being an infinite being. 
you're going to get better and you're going to get better and you're going to get better. Just put attention on it. Mm-hmm. But your attention on how you're not good at it is not helping you get better at it. You see, like it's all, you got to recalibrate. Everybody's got to recalibrate back to I am an infinite being and then just begin. Begin again. Begin all over again. Start again. Um, your life right now, all your problems are based on you've been built up on a false premise that you're something other than an infinite being. Yeah. Everything. It, it, in my opinion, it all comes down to that. And I had an awareness about this recently because I was focused on stuff like, oh, my job's not paying me enough and they aren't appreciating me or communicating me. And I'm focused on all this shit that wasn't working. And because uh, I do this uh, Joe job as kind of making a little extra money, um, which, you know, some people go, some people might go, oh, well, like, you know, you have a, you have a job, you know, like, or whatever, like, it's like somehow you might judge that your judgment is the very thing that makes you feel less than you know, yeah. Gary V talks about this and I, I I've just been on a Gary V kind of trend recently, but he, he had this speech and he was talking about this guy was in the audience and he said, you know, I was a little short on money. So I got an extra job to do this. And he was talking about his dream and his vision. And then he, Gary stops him and goes, hold on. He goes, I just got to stop you right there. And he goes, Nobody applauded when he said he had another job, that he got an, an extra job. That's what we should be applauding. That's humility. That's someone recognizing that they're not like, like, oh, I'm too good for a regular job. I, you know, I'm a coach or I'm an artist or blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. if you're an infinite being, you can do anything at any time and you're totally, you're totally free. You can do anything you need at any moment and everything becomes temporary and just a simply a part of your process. But if you're in the place of judgment and role playing, you're like, that job is beneath me. If you say that you are stuck in a role that's toxic, guaranteed. Yeah. Because if you cannot be humble, if you cannot be at the beginning, then you've already built up something toxic. it's, it's across the board for anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that you create a fear and a shame for yourself. Mm-hmm. There you go. Is essentially what it, it is. Yeah. Like, it, because it's like, if that's not okay, that means that you have to avoid this at all costs and you've created fear. You've created a fear of that ever happening, which again, there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. And also it's, you've created the potential shame to exist. It's, it's one or the other. So it's either fear it happening or you feel shame if it does happen. Right. Right. Or you do make that decision, which is like, that was completely up to you. Yeah. Now the thing is, is that look, the fortunate thing is that it's not all entirely your fault. Yeah. (laughs) No. And it doesn't mean anything bad about you that you might've fallen into this. I mean, we all do like myself included. I mean, yeah, that's where this whole thing just started. Right. Right, It was just like, there's all these judgments around it. And it's like, look, the thing is, is that, you know, we've all been getting fed stuff from, you know, from, from our families our friends, our, our societies. And the, the, but the beautiful thing is, is that we can actually, decide to change how we see these things, right? We can actually intelligently question where some of these beliefs come from and mm-hmm. where's, and this is a huge part of like putting our attention on, on, on what counts. And I think that one of the, which I, I, this seems like very obvious that it would have 
come to this at some point, but um, I'm trying to find my words for this one, <laughs> as it happens sometimes. Um, but no, it's it's. Um, Put your attention uh, on it. Put uh, your I know. On it. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so I, brutal. I, I, I hate um, it when that happens. Yeah, you know. If, if you yeah, if you continue, I know it usually I'm throwing comes in back. a life raft here. Yeah, thank um, you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it happens, man. I mean, the thing is, is like you, if you think that you are better than anybody, you're already you're already building building your world on a problem. That's already a problem. Like, um, and when you're caught in ego, this is you're you're not really going to hear this. Like what I'm about to say, you're you're going to go, yeah, 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 I've heard that or not, and you're just not going to care if you're caught in ego. But we are all one. So when I say that, consider that if you were born into the position of the person you're judging, you would probably be doing the same things they're doing. Because based on their life and what they've been given and provided with, that was the best they could do up to this point. And you might not like it and they might have done bad things, but that is probably in a lot of ways, what you would have done given the same scenario they were in. So if we showed each other grace instead of judgment and we said, look, I get it. You're doing the best you can. You're working with what you got. And instead of judging them and trying to hold them in that place and hold ourselves in a place, we could actually find a certain kind of empathy and compassion and and Mm -hmm. combination and say, you know, if I was you, I probably would have done what you're doing. And then we could try to understand that. And then you could use, instead of your judgment, your wisdom, and you could go over to that person and, and you could become a helpful person in their life. And if you're not, if they're not open to that and you, and you're not able to communicate to them, you could from afar, you know, kind of say, I hope that you will find your way you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, I might not be the one to help you get there, but like, I hope that you do for just because I would hope that if I was you, that someone would hope for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you get caught in ego, you're so self-focused that it's all you, 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 me, me, me. Right. And you stop considering that you could be in another position in life. You begin to think that your position is the position. And it's this arrogant God position. You know, I am the arrogant God. I am the one that knows. And I am better than you because and worse than you because. And that's the arrogant God, right? It's like this this infinite being that has somehow taken a position and said, this is somehow the position. And it's better than these positions, but not as good as these positions. And I wish I was in this position, but I'm here. Don't you think that the person who's in the lower position is doing this? Like you, you're all Mm -hmm. disconnecting from each other. It's stupid. It's dumb. And it's a manipulation and it's a, it's a societal cultural separation. Yeah. You're all in this together. We're all in this together, you know? And so when you, when you allow yourself to play different positions on the field, you get, you get different perspectives. It opens up your worldview, right? You talked about this before the conversation. We we're talking about perspective. Perspective, if you only have one, you're very limited. 
But if you can allow yourself to step into the shoes of another person, try to understand them, even if it's not just from your imagination, but trying to talk to them, to hear them, to really listen and try and like get where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. You can begin to like see their world from that angle and go, okay, I understand what's happening for you, you know? And then if you are willing to understand, they might actually be able to understand where you're coming from. And between the two of you, you come up with an entirely new perspective. A new thing is born out of this. And that's why like, you can be an infinite being, but another infinite being come together with another infinite being, what incredible things can occur if mm-hmm. both are open and, as opposed to positioned and judgmental. Yeah. 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 100%. I don't know if that helps you get on to what you were saying. No, no, no. But, it, 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 <laughs> but it, I did have that to say. No, that's was. great. And it, <laughs> and it clicked it back in a while ago. I'm like, okay, noted, cool. and we'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, what in this whole conversation? I was like, oh yeah, this is, seems like a very obvious component of this is control. Oh yeah. Control, like putting your attention on the things that count, is like it has so much to do with with control, the things that we are actually in control of and the things that are completely out of our control. And so much of our distress, I think, is caused by trying to control things that we just simply do not. You know, like you're saying, it's like that arrogant God thing, you know, it's just like, that's what it's trying to do. You know, it's like, it's trying to control things that it doesn't control. Yeah. And it knows that it doesn't control it, which is why there's like all of this anxiety that comes with it. Right. Right. It's like, and, and, you might not think that you do this, but we all do this unless like you have really freaking like, man, you've come through the other side, in <laughs> which case, you know, come on the show and like yeah. uh, have a conversation <laughs> with us. Buddy. We'd love to, <laughs> love to pick your brain. Um, but essentially it's like, there's so little that we actually have control of. And that's not just for, for little us, wherever you're listening to this or even for us sitting here recording this nobody has and has like such incredible control that they can just do anything and everything mm-hmm. it's just it, it it doesn't exist if you look at some of the establishments that we see as being very powerful in control of these things it's like look look at something like the movie industry or if you look at something like uh, like American politics, especially the, right around now, right? It's like the amount of wealth, the amount of influence, the amount of marketing and like that is going on in these endeavors with like the release of a big new movie or like a big candidate for, for a presidential race or something. They cannot m- make you vote or go and see that movie. They cannot do that to make it to, to make it go that way. All they can do is very strongly encourage you. Yeah. They can be a little manipulative about it at times, but ultimately they don't have control, which is why like blockbuster movies totally bomb. You know, like that have been spent all these things. They it's not for a lack of trying. It's not for a lack of trying to bring people in there, trying to persuade people to come. Same thing with a candidate. They could spend billions of dollars and saying, you need to vote for me and giving all the messages as to why you need to do it. You still won't vote for them. Yeah. Like it's, this is just, 
so this is like some of the most powerful um, systems that we have in place to try and influence, but it still does not ultimately force anyone to do anything. Mm -hmm. Right. So where this is all coming back to is just like the things that count like, and, and the things that we control and learning to recede our sense of trying to control things around us. Right. And what are the things that we can actually direct ourselves towards and where can we actually put our attention? Yeah. Where are you going to put your attention where it actually builds something and serves something that will actually give you what you say that you want? I mean, when you put your attention on judgment or you put your attention on like what people think of you, which is just reverse judgment, um, you're not going to build anything. If anything, you might destruct in your own mind something you've built. But like, honestly, who gives a shit what people think? Like who, who, like, like who cares, man? Like nobody knows what's going on here. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Like this is a, this is a wild ride, this life, you know? I mean, technology is moving at such a rate, like to the degree that like, um, it's conceivable that you could enter a virtual reality in the next 10 to 20 years to the point where you'd forget that you were actually in a video game. Like yeah. that's how fast, like, like we are getting to the point where we could, it, like things are moving so quickly and evolving yeah. so fast. My point is, is that like you, whatever you put your attention on, either builds and creates more of something or it destroys something, but it only destroys things that are built. Like it it doesn't. Yeah. I think it actually at this, it does, it does both simultaneously. It builds and destroys at the same time. And so, but it's really like the decision of like, okay, so what is it that you're building and what are you destroying? Yeah. You know, and, and the, the choices can become pretty clear when you simplify. Right the whole process. Right. And it's like, do you, well, it's like, well, do you want to put your attention on, you know, doing, building this thing that like is burning in your, in your heart and soul, Yeah, you know, and, and, or do you want to put your attention on, you know, how people could just really hate it, whatever it is that you're doing and what the potential results could be like negative results or that kind of shit is like, well, what's actually doing, like, who do you want to be? Do you want to be the person who's doing the things that you, you say that you love and, and you do is like, then, then you do it. And the rest is not, the rest is not in your power. Yeah. So stop giving it your attention. Everything right? is it's a waste of energy. It is a waste it, of energy. Everything's an experiment. Like everything is an experiment constantly. Like you don't know what works and what, what you, nobody knows what actually works and what doesn't work. They just have, they just have things that like kind of make sense and things that kind of don't like, there's like things that, for example, like being funny, the only way you're ever going to do that is by cracking a bunch of jokes that don't work and figuring out what jokes don't work. Mm -hmm. And you have to be willing to bomb. You have to be willing to fail. You have to be willing to, to, to say something stupid, you know? And be like, oh, that was stupid. That didn't work. But like, you're not stupid because you said something stupid. What you are is an infinite being experimenting with the world and seeing what lands. See, if you, if you are your action, now here's where I'm going to come back to this infinite being thing, because this is like, so, so important. 
if you're an infinite being and not I am funny, right? If you're an infinite being by default, then I am funny is an experiment. It's like, I can be funny. I can be funny more often than not. I can be funny most often. You know what I mean? It becomes a, a matter of how much can you do this thing as opposed to you are that thing. Like you can do it like, yeah, but you're not your action. So like you're not, you're not anything like, like this is the thing. Like it's such a, it's such a like difficult concept (laughs) for, for us to get taking a dive down the esoteric a little bit. This is a big esoteric rabbit hole, but like you are not your action. You're not what you own. You're not what, what you think. You're not what you feel. You're not your fucking khakis, you're not your fucking khakis. <laughs> but you're not any of this, right? You, you, you are an infinite being who can wear khakis. Yeah. <laughs> you're an infinite being who Should can you choose to be funny, who can be organized, who yeah. has developed the ability. And if you're trying to get a reaction or some type of response out of the world, the way you do that is by testing, by try it out, see if that lands. Oh, it does land. Okay, let's try some more of it. Okay, that lands as well. Okay, and then yeah. you start to create a momentum. You try something else, it doesn't land. You don't go, I'm an idiot, I'm dumb. It, no, it just didn't land. Some things will land and some things won't. It doesn't mean anything about you. Yeah. You know? And by the way, if you're paying attention, which is the point of the conversation, you begin to notice, oh, that landed, that didn't land. As opposed to going, I'm shit, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, pay attention. <laughs> you know, my, um, my, my old Meister teacher, Larry Silverberg, he had this, this one sentiment, and I've, it's one that I've carried on because I just loved it, and it's, it's so relevant for this conversation at this moment. Um, but he would say, it's like, Hey, look, he's like, he's like, when we win, we win. And when we lose, we win, Mm. you know? So like, say like someone had like put up a performance or an exercise that, um, that didn't, that didn't go quite the well that they had hoped it to that, um, you know, all of their planning and there's like, ah, you know, like it didn't kind of, I never reached kind of the place that I, I was, I was aiming to go. And the thing is, is that we would, we sit down and we talk about it and we say like, all right, let's go through this and we figure it out and we go, okay. So we learned something then and not just like, and a lot of time it wasn't just you. It's not just the person who's up there on the stage. It's like the rest of us learn something from it too. Yeah. You know, so it was like this whole thing's like, look, there's no, there's no real losing here. Like it's always a win no matter what. Like, for example, if, if, you want to be a writer or if you are a writer, whatever it is. And I am a writer. Yeah, I'm a writer. <laughs> you want to write, you know, you yeah. want to, you want that to be a, a big part of your life. You're passionate about writing and you're reading a novel of somebody else who's published, whether that's old or new. And you're looking at how they write and you go, man, look at how like they were. I love the way that they write, man. I'm a piece of shit. I can't write like this. You know, it's like, and I'll never be able to write like this. Well, this is your attention going to something completely unuseful. Yes. And completely unnecessarily. So, right. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like you, you don't write like that person, but if you know what, it's an opportunity. Because if there's something about the way that they write that you really love, 
that's a thing to celebrate. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Put your attention on that. It's like, what is it about the way that they write that you love? Mm -hmm. Try to understand what that, what that piece is. And then you might learn something and you can incorporate that into your writing Mm -hmm. and you go, Oh, okay. So you still want. So as opposed to doing a comparison that makes you somehow less than another person who's doing it, which means that you're not, uh, you're not valid in your pursuit because someone else is doing it in your opinion so much better. Yeah. Right. Like instead of having that conversation, which it's just, it's such an exhausting conversation dialogue to have with yourself. You know, like there's just so much energy that just like just gets sucked out of us when we start doing that with ourselves. Yeah. As opposed to being like, wow, look at what they do. Like having an appreciation. We talk about that, the law of appreciation. Yeah, it's such an important law. Such an important one. Instead of comparison, appreciate. You know, it's like it's a better form of comparison. You can appreciate something great that someone's doing. And through appreciation, you might actually be able to give it the attention to recognize what it is that you, that that's terrific about it. And then you have an opportunity to grow Mm -hmm. and you get better. And what's, where's the harm in that? What's wrong with that situation unfolding? Mm -hmm. It's instead we can make a, we can, we can make a triumph out of like what we would often turn into a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Look how great this person is. I'll never equate to that. I'll never be that good. It's like, look how great that is. I'm going to learn from them and I'm going to get better. Same situation, but a different, a different narrative, a different perspective and how we're approaching it. Yeah. And it really does come back to our point. Like put your attention on what counts, what adds up for you, right? If you continue to put your attention on appreciation, appreciation is like putting money in the bank. It's like, it's just going to continue to gain an interest. It's just going to, an interest, <laughs> key <laughs> word, right? Be, yeah. You put interest and put attention into something, you know, you build upon it and build upon it and grow and grow. But if you, you know, if you continually, like judgment is like spending money on crap you don't need. Judgment mm-hmm. is like buying something that will never help your life or serve you. It would be like going out and getting something that you could never use. And it's just going to like take up space in your life. Yeah. That's what judgment is. It's like such a waste of time and energy. And it's so funny because we get so scared of like, well, what do they think of me? It's like, yeah. Like if you're worried about what they think of you, that's because you're caught in judgment. Like when you stop judging, when you, when you literally just get super honest with yourself and being, I'm a judge, I'm being judgmental. Not, I am judgmental. I was careful there because yeah. I almost fell down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. of that whole bullshit. It's like, I'm being judgmental. I don't want to be judgmental. I'm going to stop doing that right now. Yeah. And by the way, everything begins again in the next moment. Like there's no like, mm-hmm. I am a good writer. No. It's I've written stuff very well because the next stuff you write might not be written well. So you're always starting again. And, and, and I think in our culture, we don't like that. We like this idea that somehow like, oh, I've gotten there. I'm there now. And now it's like, I can never go back. And it's like, it's, it's a control thing again. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, now I can just like repeat this and, and whatever. And it doesn't grow. It doesn't change. And yeah, it can't, it's, it's. Uh, unresponsive. Right. It's, it's all about what you put attention on. And every moment is another opportunity to put attention onto something that actually counts Yeah. again and again and again. So, 
you know, you could, you could spend most of your life putting attention on stuff that counts. And then all of a sudden start putting your attention on stuff that doesn't. And then you can send yourself down a bad path. I know because I did that. And when I was in my twenties, I'm not saying I was perfect. And I had a lot of shit to work out. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I was putting my attention on things that actually mattered. And then some things happened in my life around like my late twenties, like early thirties. And I started putting my attention on them and yeah. fuck did it send me down a dark rabbit hole into yeah. a ditch. Right. And I had to crawl back out of that mind fuck of a situation, yeah. you know, and, and it's all attention. It's what are you putting your attention yeah. on? I started to put my attention on all oh, like, I don't have any real friends. People don't really care about me. You know, people are shitty. They'll, they'll screw you over. I started putting my attention on that. Yeah. And then you just, I'm not saying that necessarily more of it happened, but it became my worldview and it, and it jaded me for a little while. And it, and it made me feel so defeated and so down when, when I was in my twenties now, maybe naive, maybe mm-hmm. I had this hopeful optimism and what I've, what I've gathered through experiencing both sides of that is that I prefer the hopeful optimism. I prefer to put my attention on what's possible and what I'm capable of and what I can kind of give and share to others. Yeah. And it's, it's taken me, it took, I had to go through a valley to get here. And so I impart this, um, you know, this message on to everybody to say, you know, put your attention on what actually counts. Don't put your attention on that shit. Someone screwed you over. Great. They screwed you over. Learn your lessons. Move on. Stop thinking about them. Like, I don't, I don't want to think about the people who were shitty or shady in my life. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to put my attention on them. Yeah. I know they're out there, but I'm not going to focus on them. I'm going to focus on yeah. the people because there's tons of people out there who want to collaborate, who, who are excited, who are passionate, who are, who are ready to learn, who are ready to, to add something or contribute something. I want to focus on them. Mm-hmm. To me, that's what counts, right? And you get to decide what counts. So in my opinion, you know, it's just like, it's you, you get to decide, you know? So just, just pick what actually works. It's like fruit, pick the fruit you like and leave the stuff you don't, you know, you don't take it all home. You don't go to the grocery store and go, I'm taking all the apples. (laughs) Yeah. You pick the apples you want and then you leave, you know, just like life. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say, but I'll intro some beer if you want. Yeah. Just talk about, yeah, let's talk about the beer and, uh, it's ABC another beer co another beer company um <laughs> capilano way new westminster so you know it's local to where i'm residing these days um this is a norwegian farmhouse ipa and it's pretty pretty funky little can hey eh? like it's like they drew a bunch of stuff yeah it's got like a bunch of like it looks like uh like notebook sketches yeah all over it it kind of looks like a high school notebook you know like someone who was yeah. doodling while they were like listening to a boring lecture <laughs> but anyway it's 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 been a it's it's actually really little it's beer. delicious the first sip i had out of it i was just like oh yeah it's kind of yeah it is tasty That'll you know work. it's it's a really unique beer i would say i haven't really had anything quite like this one there's yeah. some some flavor in it that's uh I don't know. It's just kind of very much one of a kind. And I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, it has a certain kind of uh, originality to it. Yes. Definitely, like for me, I, I don't know about you, but for me, it's a very, um, 
it's very one of a kind. It's very yeah. like its own. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's got a nice, it's kind of got a punch to it, mm-hmm. you know, but it's refreshing and it's, uh, there's a lot of just terrific things. It's refreshing. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's, it's, but it's rich. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it, it hits me in all the, the feel good parts that a, <laughs> that a beer could pretty much hit me on. So I would definitely, uh, drink this one again. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap this baby up. Yeah. Um, man, I don't necessarily know where to, uh, where to, to, to put my foot down with this one. Um, let me say this. I'm going to say, and then I'll let you close. All right. Uh, If if you could leave with one thing from this conversation, I would say, start from you are, or I am an infinite being. Start from there, wherever you are in life, just, just like kind of take away all your stuff, all your, all your money, all your image, all your bullshit, take it all away and just start from, I am an infinite being, just like a child, right? An infinite being. And then from there go, what would being an infinite being starting from scratch? What would I put my attention towards? What actually counts? What actually matters? If I didn't have to be, if I didn't have to play this role, if I didn't have to impress anybody, if it didn't matter what anyone thought of me, where would I put my attention? And I would start there. And I Mm. bet that you will find the next thing and the next thing beyond that that you'd want to put your attention on. And it will let you just kind of give yourself a blank slate and remove yourself from the inertia of the bullshit that you're caught in. And so that's what I would say. And, and when you say any I am statements, stop and go, no, I, no, I am not this thing. I am an infinite being. I happen to do this thing well or do this thing often or do this thing. I have or a I happen passion to want, for this. <laughs> I have a passion for this or I, or I happen to want to learn this. And let yourself be free of all the labels and roles and images that you need to play or you think you need to play. And, and, and just be and see what happens. Cause I bet there's something incredible inside of you, but if you could just break free of the chains and kind of the cage you put yourself in, you could fly, man. Anything could happen. So that's yeah. what I want for you. And uh, it's what I want for myself as well. And mm-hmm. um, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think going back to something you said about judgment is, you know, learning to let go of the judgment. You know, if you've if you find yourself in a place where you've been putting something really important to you off and if, uh, you know, you've, you've lost some, uh, some, some personal battles with, with, you know, with your fears, your insecurities, your, it's like, you know what, there's, there's no shame in it. All right. There's no shame in it. Every human being on the fucking planet is, you know, battles that there's no shame in it. Know that every single day, you have the opportunity to switch it all around. You have the opportunity to make a decision, to stare those things down, to stop listening to them, to listen to the, the, the bigger part of you, the infinite part of you that is speaking to you. You have the opportunity to listen and to act on that thing. And in that moment, and, and in that opportunity that presents itself every single day to you, you have the the ability to alter your destiny. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode. 
You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.